visual, auditory, reading, writing, kinesthetic, which category does your child fall under? Hey, super moms, and welcome to another episode of We Learn, We Grow, where I provide tips and tricks to you amazing mothers out there invested in your child's academics and seeking to find ways to help them learn better. Today, we will be exploring in depth the kinesthetic learner to give you a better understanding of their learning process and what may or may not be working for them. So if you're ready to learn and grow, then let's go. Learning styles. What is a learning style and why is it so important to understand them? Well, look at it this way. Have you ever tried helping your child with schoolwork at home and found yourself having to explain concepts to them over and over and over again without seeing any sign of understanding from them? Or maybe they remember the concept but suddenly forget what they learned within a few moments. Don't fret, it happens. But what I want to bring to your attention is perhaps you've been teaching them in a way that you understand the concept rather than the way that they will understand the concept. And there's a huge difference, super mom. And that's where learning styles really do come in. You see, each and every one of us learn things differently. And we often make the mistake of believing that because one method has worked for us, it will automatically work for another person. And that includes your child as well, because your child has their own way of processing the information given to them. So that's why it's really important to understand what that process is in order to proceed from there. Not to mention it's very beneficial because this will help your child to retain the information that is presented to them rather than forgetting it within a few moments or so. Now, in a previous episode, I touched briefly on the four types of learning styles and how to teach them. Today, however, I'd like to explore with you deeper into these learning styles by explaining ways to identify them, common struggles, and methods to make learning and teaching a smoother process for the both of you. All right? Now, this will be done over the course of four episodes, so it will be easier for you to reflect back whenever you need to. Today, we will begin with the kinesthetic learner. Now, according to Wikipedia, a kinesthetic learner, or I should say kinesthetic learning, is a learning style in which learning takes place by the students carrying out physical activities rather than listening to a lecture or watching demonstrations. In other words, Supermom, it's a hands-on learner, all right? A person, whether a child or adult who falls under this category, tends to have a desire to move while learning something, whether they will tap something with their hands, their feet, swing their legs, you name it. They just need some form of bodily movement. Now with a kinesthetic learner, you'll often notice this perhaps as you're teaching something to your child, they grab a nearby object or constantly shift in their seats, or they may even start doing something with their hands as they think. These things are very little and minimum, but they are very, very, very common when it comes to the kinesthetic learner. Now, you may look at this as a form of distraction, and yes, although it can eventually become so, usually it's just helping them to process the information that they are receiving, especially when it's brand new. Now, kinesthetic learners are very expressive with body language. I cannot stress that enough. Even as they speak, you may notice that they tend to use hand gestures to help them explain things better. I'm guilty of that because I am definitely a kinesthetic learner. So even as I'm speaking to you mothers right now, I am using my hands because it just 
I don't know, there's something about using my hands just really helps me to explain things better. I don't know, it's just, that's just what it is. <laughs> it's the kinesthetic learner in me, so... Now let's just say your child is a bit older. One thing you may notice about this kinesthetic learner is how often they tend to get up and to take breaks during their personal study time. Again, this is very, very common with any type of kinesthetic. All right, now often children or even adults who fall under this category will also find interest in sports, arts, building, just building things in general, acting, just anything really that allows them to use their body in some form, all right? Now, when it comes to receiving new information, kinesthetics tend to flourish the best when they can perform the activity. So again, when you think about that and you relate it back to just the types of interests that kinesthetics will have an interest in, um, dancing, sports, arts, building, whatever it is, you can see that they will flourish in these areas because, again, these activities require them to perform the act versus just hearing about the act or watching the act being performed, okay? So let me just give you an example. For me, being a kinesthetic learner myself, as a child, I remember receiving toys that would require assembling at times. However, I never had a desire to read through the instruction manual because <laughs> I just wanted to attempt to put things together on my own. And as I grew older, I realized that this was something that was still consistent. I would do the same thing when I received um, appliances or new gadgets. Although the instructions were there, I saw it more as a secondary resource rather than my main resource for just understanding how things should work or be put together. To be honest with you, I was just content with seeing the finished image on the box or manual because in my mind, I believed if I could just play around with the material in front of me, I could figure it out. I already saw the image, what it was supposed to look like. And so for me, it was just a matter of, well, okay, that's what it looks like. Then I have it here. I'm sure I can figure this out. And 98% of the time I was able to do so and how exciting it was when I did. And honestly, I believe that's a similar story for all kinesthetics. It's just the idea of being able to piece things together and trying to figure out and that's where the effectiveness in the learning process really comes out. Now, does this mean a kinesthetic learner can never take on any form of instruction? Of course not. It really just means that although instructions may be given, understanding will not necessarily follow until the task is taken on a physical form. Let the kinesthetic learner therefore just perform the act in order to help them to understand. So if that's in math, help them by giving them physical objects, perhaps, at home, um, allowing them to build with while they're um, adding, or even if it's a baking activity, having them cut out a piece of pie and reminding them that this is how fractions would look. Um, they're taking out one-fourth of the piece, etc. Whatever it is, just incorporating that learning and incorporating that form of them just being able to perform the act those going hand in hand will really just help them in processing the information better, okay? Now, I wanna point out that guidance can definitely be given through instruction. However, especially with younger children who fall under this category, 
Again, I find it's more effective to use any form of hands-on tools when teaching and allowing them to work out the solutions through the activity. Now, let's just talk strengths and weaknesses for a bit because they are present with any form of learning category. So one of the strengths of these types of learners is their ability to remember something after doing the task. And because they're able to do so, they actually develop a really great understanding for how things work. Because again, they have made this into a real life, um, a real life scenario for them. It's a real life performance. They've put themselves in the situation. They've touched the object. They're all in it. They're all involved. And so therefore, it's just when it comes time to explain that information again, when it comes time to recall that information again, they're able to do so because it's like, oh, wait, I did this before. I literally did this before. And so therefore, I'm able to do it again. Okay, so that is definitely one of the greatest strengths. And of course, just being able to be creative. And this is something that is really seen through how a kinesthetic learner will express themselves, whether it's through their building or through their acting or through dancing. Again, all these bodily movements or even sports, they can really get creative in these areas because this is where they can they can flourish the most because again, they're using their body to express what it is that they've learned etc so that really is a whoop whoop for the kinesthetics okay now one of the weaknesses however when it comes to these types of learners especially at a young age is their ability to stay still for a long period of time again because they do require bodily movement so in a formal classroom setting this can definitely be destructive possibly to other students or even at home, it may come off as they're disengaged or uninterested or just wasting time because you're seeing them, they're they're tapping that pencil on the desk in the classroom, they're swinging their legs, you know, back and forth, they're getting up to take those breaks often, they're grabbing objects around when you just ask them a question. So all these little things can definitely um, be looked upon as just a distraction, um, as just being disruptive, as being disengaged by an outside party who may not really understand the kinesthetic learner's processing. But again, this is just one of the weaknesses. So how then are some effective ways to help the kinesthetic learner work better at home? All right, because you're listening to this and you're seeing the connections and maybe you believe that your child is possibly a kinesthetic learner. One thing I would suggest is just allowing them to have those breaks. Again, pretty often, whether it's just even a five minute break, two minute break, whatever it is, just enough so that way they'll be able to do something physical during homework time. So where the homework is literally just a sheet and they're just having to answer questions, just giving them that time to stretch their bodies out, to maybe even walk around, just something physical will help them again to get back into um, just being engaged to get that homework complete and help them in the understanding process. Now, another great way, um, especially for any mothers who want to go ahead and have that extra time on their hands is just using games and arts and crafts and activities where applicable, even sports, in order to reinforce the learning concepts. Especially with something like math that is such an abstract subject, you really want to be able to get that bodily movement in so that way the child is able to understand those abstract ideas and 
again, put it into a real life scenario for themselves where they'll be able to understand the concepts better. And of course, never be afraid to speak with the teacher of your child to figure out ways to optimize learning in the classroom better. So even something as simple as a seating position could make an impact in how your child grasps the information in the classroom. Sounds good? <laughs> okay. Now, I want you to remember that there is no right or wrong way of learning um, in terms of the learning styles. Each child is really different. All that really matters is understanding how they learn and use that information to cultivate effective strategies in order to assist that child at home. And Supermom, for the record, I want you to hear this. You're doing a great job. Remember that. Now, what do you think? Could your child be a kinesthetic learner? Or maybe this doesn't necessarily fit your child's learning habits at all. Or maybe this is part of, but you're still uncertain. Well, stay tuned as I continue to cover in depth each of these learning styles over the next few weeks. You can definitely stay updated by visiting www.youachievebetter.com and sign up to join the community of super moms just like yourself to never miss out on any updates. But until next time, my super mom, keep learning and keep growing.